Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I'm your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host... This is Josh Frankenstein! <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Drew Carroll. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Just want to say thanks so much for listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you get your podcast that you uh, subscribe and leave us a, a rating there. And if you leave us a five star, it really helps out the show. We appreciate it. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. I mean, for only two bucks a month, you get access to exclusive content. Tonight we were talking about uh, Andrew and Khakis and how they are the kryptonite to his bum. <laughs> Glad you ended um, with that, actually. Yeah, we were we talked about record label politics. Josh opened my eyes to some things. That was pretty sweet. Oh, and by the way, the, that could make a conspiracy corner one day, too, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it should. That would be very cool. Uh, and then, I think most importantly, we talked about the fact that Scott Stapp is making a comeback, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Oh, it was good stuff. So go <laughs> They're all out. Googling him right now to see who it is. <laughs> What's that name? <laughs> who doesn't Scott ring a bell? <laughs> Just go look up Purpose for Pain. Oh, baby, he's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, step his back with a vengeance. Watch out, Miles <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Uh, fellas, I just felt like... We may as well jump in right from the get-go. That way, if anybody doesn't want spoilers, they can fast-forward. Because that Game of Thrones premiere hit hard, baby. And we got to talk about it, right? Okay. Sounds good. I like it. We got to talk about this. I like it. So if you're... We're going to talk super spoilers here. So if you're not down for spoilers, then just like skip ahead 15 minutes. Because that's probably... Watch it land them right in the middle of a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) They skip ahead to 15 and all they hear... And there was no elephants. Anyways. <laughs> so, dude, okay, so Game of Thrones, season eight, episode one hits, and uh, some pretty crazy stuff goes down. Talk to me. What are your, what are your thoughts? What do, you, what do you love? What do you hate? Wait, wait. What are you excited wait, for? You thought some pretty crazy stuff went down? I like, mean, there was some, dude, there was some revelation. There was some, there was some revelation. I'll give you that. There's some twists. Okay, there's some I, twists and turns. I'm going to go on record right now and say for the last season, for all this buildup and excitement and anticipation, I actually felt like episode one for season eight was just didn't really hit the mark. Let's put it that way. Uh, dude, a little bit lackluster, huh? Yeah, a little, a little bit, man. A little lackluster. And I, I know Game of Thrones is all about building a story before you get like these big twists dude. and turns. I, I get that. I get that. But I really, I was hoping season eight was going to be like, every episode was going to be epic that that's sure. what th- that's how it was built up as like it was going to be okay you know season eight was going to be the creme de la creme you know all of it everything coming together and when i watched episode one i was like eh, that's it <laughs> <laughs> i've been so excited for eight months because this show was going to come back eight on months, and that's dude. what you gave me oh i waited two years <laughs> two years yeah, from the last time that it aired was two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Has oh. it really been that long? Yeah. See, that's oh, the nice thing about waiting until nearly the last season to start watching a show because you get to just binge stream. Yeah, you, you get to binge it all, dude. So, like, yeah, I, I didn't watch, like, the live of last season. Yeah, last so, season was the first time I did, dude. Two years. And so, come on, two years. You've been waiting. And what were your, what were your thoughts? How did you feel? 
Uh, dude, I mean, I thought it was good. I thought there was a lot of, still a lot of good information. Um, you got some closure on like the Theon and Yara situation. Oh, baby. You know? Uh, so now they're headed back for, uh, well, they're going to Winterfell, right? Because they're going. Yeah, that's where Theon's going. Yeah, yeah, that's where Theon's going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. End a little bit sudden. Like it felt like that was a huge thing that went down towards the end. Dude, there's only six episodes. It's all gonna end sudden. (laughs) (laughs) It was like four guys jumped on the ship. You know what I thought ended really sudden, dude? Ned Stark. (laughs) 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 This whole show has been sudden. (laughs) It was just like all of a sudden a dude gets hit in the face with an axe, and then there's Theon, and suddenly. They're sailing away, and cool. like, it seemed. I mean, I'm a huge, I'm an unashamed, huge House Greyjoy fan. Like that is, that's my house of choice. And why, and dude? What is why? it about Theon that you find appealing? Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. I or what are I'm you envious Theon. of in his situation? The dude, House Greyjoy is ba, bro. These are like a seafaring folk. They. <laughs> Dude, in order to take the throne, you have to die. You have to be drowned because that what's dead may never die, dude. Dude, the Kraken is their symbol. Like, dude, it's just Lovecraftian. There's like some weird like Leviathan stuff going on. Like, you know what? There's dude, also great, a lot of weird just, stuff sick. of. Okay. It feels very southern to me, and by that incestual. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, very close knit yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> you pick that or Lannister, okay, dude. You have to really explain yourself. <laughs> okay. We can't all be cool and like the Starks. Okay. I mean, she's Louise. No, but the world would be a better place. <laughs> Dude, so this is showtimes for so one was fifty four minutes, next one's fifty eight minutes, then an hour and twenty two minutes, hour eighteen, hour nineteen, hour nineteen. Wait, so there's only six episodes in season eight? Yeah, dude. There's I only feel like five I'm getting left. ripped off now too. <laughs> like I really do. Like you give me a fifty eight minute episode that really no, doesn't dude. give me a whole lot of story. War about other than setting up for what I'm hoping is going to be an epic battle internally between well, Daenerys and Jon Snow now. Dude, it's going to be now an that epic, that's come epic out. battle between everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> the, we're about ready to see the largest fight scene that's ever been filmed. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Yeah, I, I'm dude, hoping that you're what not going to be gypped anyway. of anything, dude. So I thought one of the things that was really cool was how the White Walkers now are <laughs> leaving uh, little mementos for people. You know, yeah. wasn't that freaking crazy? You're talking about the boy? Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. that was one of the creepiest that things I've seen in Game of Thrones, dude. Yeah. I started thinking, yeah. like, what show am I watching? Now, does is this American I, Horror I Story? Don't, I don't know if your guys' <laughs> oh kids are old enough to make you feel like that's what you experience <laughs> on a daily basis. When you wake them up. <laughs> 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 dude that was so creepy dude and what was worse is he didn't stop when he was on fire dude he just kept screaming (laughs) which by the way that feels like my mondays (laughs) i felt like my tax day (laughs) experience that but times four every monday Yeah, dude. So I thought that was pretty crazy, man, for uh, them to be doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. It, was, it showed some uh, some intentionality, some intelligence. 
Oh, for sure, dude. And it's like, Yowza. we're not just going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to dude, massacre about... you. Yeah. Okay, so we got to see Jon Snow ride a friggin' dragon. How did you feel about that? Okay. Seemed very... apparently, apparently, it ruined riding horses for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. me that felt like that was like the cheesiest moment of the. It whole really was, dude. Was... Like, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> impressed by it. So what? Jon Snow rode a dragon of the whole series, dude. That was more. Wait, wait, wait. I, I he knows his real here. name now. Isn't it like Aegon Targaryen or something like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should re- hence refer to him as his Aegon. birth name. Yeah. Oh. Aegon Targaryen. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's so, not as easy to say. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer so Jon Snow. Even people who haven't seen the show know Jon Snow. <laughs> right, yeah. That's a good point. Okay. They're like, Aegon? So, <laughs> <laughs> but now we know that if you follow the family trees, if you follow the family line, so Daenerys is his aunt. Yeah. So now, really, the Starks are no better than the Lannisters or the Greyjoys. Well, except he's, he's not a Stark. Stark. So <laughs> no, no, he's, he's half. He's half blood. Half no, he was Stark. raised by Stark. Uh, no, his mother. His mother. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. But so, so you look look at your narrative crumbling around you, Drew. It's not what are you fair. Do now? It's not fair. It's well, not fair. He didn't know. He <laughs> didn't know. That's like when when you're Neither adopted by a family on the East Coast and you fly to the West Coast to go to school and you end up sleeping with your twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> That was incredibly detailed. <laughs> Wait, so Theon dude, he's got Targaryen leader. blood. They've been doing that for hundreds of years. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> so my question to you: Take your pick. Who at the end? Who sits on the Iron Throne? Who's it going to be? The White Walker King. <laughs> Whoever the person that ran and hide was <laughs> when all this was going down, probably Varys. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. I, I don't even like to venture a guess, dude, because everything I've ever guessed in the show has not come true. It's true. Here, here's, here's the one thing I was left with at the end of season seven. While they were filming season eight, somebody said... Uh, someone who works in production for Game of Thrones went on record saying Game of Thrones season eight is going to give you all the twists and turns that our audience loves. And we can promise you that there are going to be people who are going to love the ending people and people who are going to hate the ending. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to surprise everybody. <laughs> I think I know for you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could guess it. That I'm going to love the ending? <laughs> no. That I'm going to hate the ending. Yeah. Why, why do you think I'm going to hate the ending? Dude, because already, just with season one, <laughs> you're just like, I don't know, man. I, I just, it wasn't I, that good. <laughs> I expected more. I don't think that's necessarily a fair statement, and here's why. Because I'm that, I'm that odd guy that likes when something in a movie goes way different than what like society is used to for sure that's um, why i love game of thrones what was uh what was the movie with denzel washington and john uh not jen uh not john candy the other the other john worked on roseanne uh goodman john goodman uh where where they're they're fighting the the demon and the demon actually ends up getting away like uh crap dude oh, i'm blanking on the name yeah that was a super good one dude it was a really good movie and was like fallen Fallen, yeah, dude. 
in the all the, all the way through the movie all the way through the movie denzel washington is like spoilers everybody yeah developing this not i mean it's not a relationship it's this uh it's this competitive like um uh, it's this competition with this demon and like denzel's like entire point comes to trying to kill this demon because like the entire premise is the demon can only survive if it has a body that it can actually like inhabit. <clears throat> so you get all the way to the end of the movie and Denzel is able to get the demon all the way out to like the country where there is, there's like no life anywhere. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's like minus 32 degrees outside snow on the ground type of thing. And uh, I believe John Goodman was the one that was uh, possessed, and he kills his buddy. So the demon only the demon's only option is to go to Denzel Washington, whom he wasn't able to possess the entire time. But Denzel commits suicide, yeah. and you think he won yeah. until like this cat pops out of the cabin, <laughs> yeah. and the demon gets away and goes back to New York and like starts possessing people again, and like the demon won, and you're like. I know it sounds so bad because it sounds like you're like, yeah, go Satan. That's not the case. I'm just saying it's, like, <laughs> it's a different ending than what you anticipated. And I loved how the movie ended because good doesn't always win. Yeah. So like what I'm trying to get at is Game of Thrones could very potentially go the exact same direction. Like, oh, for sure. And if, if history is any indication... I don't expect any good people to win in this no. outcome whatsoever. I think the, I, uh, well, I've seen, I've read a theory that the uh, person that the Iron Bank is setting up is the commander of the gold company. So that's who Euron went to pick up. Oh, okay. Was the gold company. And there are, I have read some stuff that are saying that they think that the commander of the gold company is actually a Targaryen that they don't know, that nobody knows about. Gotcha. And they might be actually setting him up to go on the Iron Throne. I, I did like that little nugget from Game of Thrones where they basically said that banks control everything. Oh, for <laughs> sure, dude. Everyone goes to the Iron Bank for everything they need. You know what I'm loving right now is that you guys make fun of me on so many things about me being a nerd, but I'm just sitting back and listening to this. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's do Touché. this way, Josh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Josh, who could sit on the throne at the end and you would be like, yes. And then who could sit on the throne at the end and you'd be like, sucks, ruin the whole thing. Who would it be? Okay, so here's my, and I'll, I'll give you my whys, okay? So the worst thing that could happen is Cersei ends up sitting on the throne at think, the end. You think that's the worst case scenario? Well, here's why. <clears throat> I think the reason why this is the worst case scenario is because it's it's too plausible and it's too okay. expected. So I would sure. I, I really hope that's not what happens. Like yeah. you know, despite the fact that that would be the twist that I just got done talking about, I feel like it's too likely. Like when you follow yeah. the history of Game of Thrones, it's too plausible, too likely, and I, I really don't want to see it because yeah. not because like she's an evil woman. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Good, good job censoring yourself. <laughs> but just mostly because it's it's too expected. So that that's what I don't okay. want to see. Um, and then the other half was who, who I would want to see on the throne. Yeah, what would be like, it, like not necessarily who's your favorite, but if you think if this person, if it ends with this person on the throne, oh, that would be such a sweet ending. Yeah. Uh, this might come across sounding kind of weak, but what I'd really like to see 
is Sam Tolley sitting Dude. on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Not because he deserves it or, or earned it, but because it would actually, in my opinion, be somewhat unexpected, quasi expected, but somewhat unexpected because you would have like the weakest person that's been demonstrated to date end yeah. up coming out in the end and like ruling all seven kingdoms. Well, his strengths well just done. lie in other areas, dude. He does have strengths for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, no, don't, he's don't willing wrong, to try but, things. Yeah. <laughs> he's willing and to, we've seen, we've seen the progression of his character too. Like we saw his bravery come, come out like when they were beyond the wall and you know, he's grown ever since. Yeah. And here's what I really like in this last episode, dude, he's got this anger resonating in him now because Daenerys killed his father and his brother. Yeah. And he's yeah, aware sure. of it. And then he goes and tells John who he really is. I'm really interested to see what happens with Sam, to Sam Tolley, dude. I, I think dude, that would be epic. Do you think Do you think there comes a moment where Jon Snow has to choose between Daenerys and Mr. Samwell Tarly and Jon Snow kills Sam? Or Daenerys. Oh, dude. That would, that would be, be that would be epic. Deal breaker ladies. <laughs> that it, it, <laughs> oh man i don't know if i want to see that to be honest with you dude john's, the fall, like the the john's already had to endure so much it's just not fair <laughs> who knows dude the big old fight scene they're talking about could be kickstarted from something like that i, oh, I think it very yeah, well could sure. be man i mean you saw how john was wrestling with himself after being told who he actually was yeah like yeah. he's literally now the rightful heir to the throne ahead of yeah. Daenerys, whom he has supported to this point. Like exactly. that's going to be interesting. And he was named King of the North. Yeah, that's right, dude. So what if the night King sits on the throne? Uh, I'd be kind of, I, I feel like that would be kind of, expected. I, I do too. Actually. I feel like that really? would be kind of expected. Have you heard point. the theory that the night King is actually Bran? Yes. Yes. I've heard that okay. too. I saw people kind of putting together like facial where it kind of looks like him because <laughs> of the nose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that went that went a bit too far. Here, Super here would be my only, the yeah, here would be yeah. my only question. Like what what does Bran gain from having the White King sit on the throne and destroying all of mankind? Nothing, because the Night King killed the last three eyed raven. That's true too. <laughs> yeah, good point. Oh, <laughs> I forgot man. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Broken. For <laughs> Theory broken. Dude, I'm for Mr. I, Samuel Tolley. I can't wait to see the conversation that goes down between Jamie and Bran. Yeah, that'll that'll be fun. After that, because that's how the episode ended, right? Yeah. It ended with them just staring at each other. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm assuming that's probably where it's going to pick up next time. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That hey, was, that buddy. Was <laughs> hey there, Buckaroo. <laughs> It was funny to see Jamie looking all like he's alive. <laughs> he, yeah. he survived. Like, <laughs> I just like how every conversation with Bran is so dry and dull. <laughs> hey, Bran, I love you. Hi. I'm not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the three-eyed like raven. I don't even know what that means. And then he just stares off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a token emo kid. <laughs> just expecting somebody to be talking to him and he's not responding. And then all of a sudden, from under his hair, he pulls out AirPods. And he's like, I'm sorry, I listen to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Freaking brand, dude. Uh, 
So funny. Awesome. Well, okay, so there you go. So episode one in the can. Episode two next week. Game of Thrones continues. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Spoiler free. No longer. No longer. So there you go. So Josh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing. Wait, was that your banter topic? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought my banter topic was like 15 minutes long. No, it was way longer than. All right, no, that works. I thought that was our main topic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, I guess we're doing too. things backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's what I assumed. Also, I don't, I don't know how I missed that one. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I am doing okay. Uh, anytime that the kids are taken by the grandparents and it's just you and the wife at home, there's always a good time. But <laughs> except, <laughs> oh no, no buts. <laughs> Have you guys ever experienced latex sheets before? They're pretty awesome. Latex what? Sheets. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding, dude. That sounds like the most uncomfortable, horrible yeah. thing in the history of the world. Dude, we're creeping up on summertime. It's already over 80 degrees. I'm just kidding. It's like sleeping um, under a slip and slide. <laughs> well, between slip and slides, actually. Oh my God. <laughs> Is anybody else catching this right now? <laughs> anyway, no, no, things are good. Um, so, yeah, the kids just got back uh, yesterday and, uh, you know, just broke my world, which is <laughs> which was fitting considering I just watched the first episode of Game of Thrones season one or season eight, episode one last night. So I was reminded of that, too, going back to the whole kid thing. But, um, yeah, no, outside of that, I had a decent week, uh, a lot, you know, it's spring break. I took vacation, so you know I'm just trying to relax a little bit and everything. And while I was doing that, I, I came across this uh, this headline from BuzzFeed. I thought I thought oh, this would beautiful. be fitting. I, I think everyone who listens to our show knows that you know I like to make fun of anything un-American. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I also like to make fun of America. So this one is for you. This is for all of our non-American listeners, and and I figured this would be good to make fun of ourselves while also uh, uh, trying to support our non-American listeners. So this this headline from BuzzFeed was 27 things Americans do in movies that make zero sense to everybody else. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, and all of these are Twitter questions. So, uh, you know, I I figured this would be like a really good topic for us to go on if we wanted to. But here was number one. This was at the top of the list. Do Americans actually refer to tissues as Kleenex? Like, is it an actual thing or only a movie thing? (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, would you like to respond? (laughs) I mean, I think I usually will say like tissue, but I say Kleenex, dude. You do say Kleenex? Uh, Well, I don't. I don't know. See, I I don't never ask for one. Okay. I I, I suffer from seasonal allergies and I use these things all the time. I don't. See, I don't have a box. Growing up, yeah. Growing up, I actually used the term Kleenex for a tissue. Until I, I don't know how, realized one day that that was the name of the brand and not what the actual thing was. So now I do actually call them tissues. I, you know, I in yes, school most kids, people do yeah, in America call it, call it a Kleenex. Yeah. Can I have oh. a Kleenex? Yeah, because <laughs> as opposed people, to a tissue, you want a tissue for your issue? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> 
Anyway, that was number one. They, some of these are really good. I, you know, I read through the whole list. They may not all be worth going through, but I'm, I'm going to just start from number one and go at least through the top ten. So number two <laughs> was from Charlie. Do Americans actually shout spring break when they're on spring break? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, and you do. know what? It's not just Americans, dude. I watched this TV show about tattoos in the UK, and they were, they were uh, going on on spring break somewhere, and I heard all them yelling spring break. They don't yell spring break. They yell <laughs> holiday. Holiday. <laughs> holiday. That's dang it. Spring break. What's the, di- what's the difference? Holiday. Spring holiday. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it is. Yeah. Spring. Wait. Have either of you ever been in a situation where you yelled the word spring break? Absolutely. Not like, what? I mean, I, I did it sarcastically. I didn't do it like for real. So, I mean, I, I haven't I had a spring feel... break since 2003. So, <laughs> <laughs> I did it this week. In all seriousness, the kids <laughs> left and I went spring break <laughs> to Amy. So, yes, it does happen. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a time of year that hits <laughs> where when it hits, you want to shout it out. Like besides happy new year or happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's spring break. <laughs> it's only spring break. Most of the time you only hear it when someone has had a few too many. That That's like when they're being serious about it. I don't hang out in those places. I don't hang out with people like that, dude. Chowchilla has its own spring break, <laughs> like because people can't go somewhere else. So I'm sure you've heard it even here. I can only I imagine. I think it's cool to shout spring break when it's the antithesis of spring break. So like near Halloween, just yell out spring break. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll go for or go as for Halloween this year. I'm going to go as a spring breaker. There you go. <laughs> A rich white kid. <laughs> you know what? I'm calling it right now. Our next Halloween episode, we're just going to open it up with us all yelling spring break. <laughs> Better make a note of it so we don't forget. There you go. <laughs> um, number three. Why do Americans on TV hand someone a gift and tell them what it is before they open it? Surprise ruined. <laughs> Dude. Ask my wife. I tell her every gift that I got her. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Dude, I buy her like at Christmas last year. I bought her, I don't know, man, probably like five or six gifts. I think she got one of them on Christmas Day. The rest of them were all before. (laughs) Leading up to? Yeah, I just, I don't like, I can't wait that long. It was, it was 12 days of Christmas for you last year, huh? (laughs) I feel like that's something you see at like in movies at weddings. They'll like hand them a gift and be like, it's a blender. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't say that I've actually experienced this one in real life. I think this is mostly a TV thing unless you live in uh, Drew Carroll's household. Then. I don't oh, no. I don't usually tell her what it is. I just give it to her early. So I guess there's a difference. I still like to see the, yeah, that's, her surprise. Okay, so you don't say what it is. No, as I feel you're like that's something you do to somebody you don't like. that's true you're buying them a gift to make it seem like you do like you have to unwrap you're spoiling the surprise because you don't like them yeah Yeah, it's just to keep up pretenses (laughs) very very desperate housewives of you (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh this sucks okay number four couldn't load content so we're gonna have to skip past that one number Uh, five typical buzzfeed do Americans actually have to swim in PE at high school, or is that just some weird movie trope? That's just some weird movie took, trope. 
I never took <laughs> PE in high school, so I don't know. What? Wait, you have to, dude. It's sports? a requirement. You Can have you to have sports? it at least uh, one I, year or two years. Dude, freshman, freshman and sophomore year, I played football. Bruh. Okay, then you satisfied your PE thing, yeah, yeah, because you had like six general, period PE. <laughs> general PE was there? Did would they put you in the pool? I. I didn't have general PE, so pool. I don't know, but I never saw anyone swimming. Most people didn't even had, change out of their school clothes into their gym clothes for PE, so I can't imagine they actually forced them to swim. The only time we did that was freshman year, and then I don't remember ever being forced to do that again. But, dude, <laughs> did you rock your Speedo? No. <laughs> no. No. I like, I like how your answer was no, and <laughs> I don't have a Speedo. <laughs> Versus I don't have a Speedo. <laughs> Our European fans love it, by the way. <laughs> I, I do have a Speedo. It's just the same one I wore in Redfins. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay. How old were you in Redfins? We're going to we're, we're gonna have to tell this story. We're, so when, 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 I was, when Andrew and I were younger, there were a, bu- a bunch of our families got together to go on vacations like all the time. And one of the vacations <laughs> that we went on was to a place called Pismo Beach here in California. And... Andrew's choice of <laughs> of bathing attire for the ocean was this speedo that had been sun bleached. So instead of being red, it was more pink with leopard print. <laughs> was it like the the ca- like the camouflage? Like yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, kind of. And dude, I remember that. He wore this wicker sailor hat that said Andrew and <laughs> glitter across <laughs> the top, and he sported this. All day long. I'm pretty sure if I remember right, you were like eight, eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, probably somewhere around there. <laughs> just you ran up and down the beach all day in your pink leopard print speedo. <laughs> if that is a wicker co- sailor <laughs> that said Andrew in glitter, it was amazing. <laughs> That's confidence right there. That is hundred percent. Sure. Or Way ignorance. To be a child, dude. <laughs> no, it's ignorance when you're in your twenties or thirties, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to claim ignorance in your twenties and thirties. That's confidence. That point. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe misplaced, but that's confidence. <laughs> anyway, nice little story there. Uh, number six, do Americans actually have school buses or is that crap just like in movies or something? Yeah, we do have oh. school buses. Do other places oh. not have school? I mean, I, I understand some countries not having school buses. Yeah, like <laughs> Africa where they don't have schools. Venezuela where Venezuela, they have socialism. Where they, <laughs> <laughs> take your pick of, of countries with broken educational systems. Um, I mean, I'm just I, I've never really traveled that far. So, I mean, I could be speaking on turn. I'm just I'm just saying based on other things that I know that happen in other countries or what I hear about anyway, I could be lied to by ABC 30 every day. It's okay. Who you've, knows? Uh, you've you've offended all of our international listeners. <laughs> <today. laughs> yeah, no, this is my yes, we have school buses. <laughs> we do have school buses. They're breeding grounds for, for bullies. And- <laughs> All that good stuff. People actually throw things. The bus driver actually tells them to sit down and shut up. And yeah, that that's actually legit. And Chachilla uh, one was kidnapped and buried underground. That's so. true. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah that, that happened real. back in the seventies. <laughs> I hated riding the bus. Didn't ride it that often. I don't. I don't remember riding it that often. Anyway, okay. Number seven, number eight couldn't load content. I don't know why. Oh, Buzzfeed. Number nine. 
Do Americans actually call their fathers sir, or is that just on TV? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no. it's, it's effing weird. <laughs> that, that one's just on TV for sure. That yeah. one's... <laughs> what do you watch? Leave it to Beaver? <laughs> is that how long it takes to get there or, or what? I don't, I don't understand. No one does that. Um, number 10. Do Americans actually drink from those weird water fountains in schools? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. No, but we do pee into them. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Wait, you guys peed in those? No. no. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> no, I use those. I, I wouldn't out of those pee guys. on it. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood the people who put never, their whole mouth on it. Never noticed that weird smell, huh, Rob? <laughs> no. I just thought it was the fluoride. <laughs> no, the thing That's that I... That's legit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, the thing that I always hated is, like, you're getting done with recess. Okay, the bell's rung. You're getting you're getting back from recess. You're hot. Like you need to get a drink before you go back to class. There's a line forming. Oh, you're trying to get a drink, and then inevitably, there's always the comedian at the back of the line. And what do they yell? Save some for the fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save some for the fish. Hey, guess who that was? Because <laughs> oh. you, you got know the nerd Rob of- was that guy at the back of the line that not only said that, but with that bowl haircut was sweating and just dripping from the forehead <laughs> and from the side head. Like over the ears and down the chin. (laughs) I was the one at the drinking fountain looking over my shoulder going, these are municipal pipes. They don't go into into rivers and oceans where there would be fish, you idiot. (laughs) Seemed very explanatory. (laughs) (laughs) Number, Number 11. I was bullied as a child. <laughs> yeah, dude. By the kid who was just trying to make a point in the back. <laughs> no, number 11. Do Americans actually have a huge spread of food on their tables for breakfast? Like fruit, <laughs> pancakes, coffee, waffles, toast, cereal, etc. Or is that just in the movies? Because I stumble into the kitchen, I grab a bowl of slightly stale cocoa pops and try to eat them with my tongue. <laughs> okay, I recently saw a thread on Facebook that was um, that was basically the start of the thread was uh, black people ask white people anything and no one gets offended. <laughs> and so there was so many good ones. Like one was like, "Why do y'all always clap when the airplane lands?" <laughs> <laughs> But one of them, one of them was, like, one of them was like, why in the movies do you do you make a huge breakfast, then complain about being late for work and take one bite of toast and run out, run out the door? <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh. I am the father of four children with a wife who gets their kids ready for school every day, and I will be the first to tell you, no. Like they yeah. get a bowl of cereal or they get a bowl of yogurt with cereal in it because they like that for some reason. I, I don't know why. And if they don't eat it, they don't eat and they're like rushed out the door because they take so long to get ready. So, yeah, I I'll take that back. Every every other Saturday or Sunday, we might actually have like a family breakfast, but that, you know, it's Dude, very infrequent to do that daily. Yeah, that's it's ins- way too that's much insane. work. It doesn't no. even make sense. It's too much to clean. My up wife too. and I each get a protein uh. shake. And then a piece of fruit. 
<laughs> yeah. So um, let me see what M. Illy Cat. Yeah, that's just a movie thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number awesome. number twelve. Do Americans actually have take your daughter to work day, or is that just a TV show thing? So I'm gonna say that's quasi legit. I've seen it before. I also saw photos from Andrew the other day when he was actually promoting take your daughter to work day. Oh, <laughs> he no. had her out in the almonds because <laughs> 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 he didn't find babysitting that day. <laughs> True story. So but dude, for my job, it's easy. If you work in an office <laughs> yeah, and your daughter is my daughter's age and you're there for eight hours too, that's going to be a rough, rough day. <laughs> it's going to be a really rough day. Um, I, you know, I don't know, Rob, have you, have you ever had this? Like, have you, have you ever had I, a business that you worked for actually promote, take your daughter to work day? Okay. I didn't, I've never had a business that like the business itself actively promote it, but I have worked for businesses that have said like, have just been flexible and stuff like that. So I did work for a software company for a very short, for a short period of time where I did bring my oldest daughter in for a few hours and when she was like 18 months old. And so uh, I left her sitting at my desk. I went into the break room to get coffee and I came back and she was sitting on my desk staring at me holding a big pair of scissors and I knew immediately that this was a bad decision. (laughs) (laughs) So Nice. It didn't go well. (laughs) Just imagine though if you're like an accountant or something. And you take your daughter to work, and then she goes back to school, and all the kids are like, "How was take your your daughter to work day?" She's like, "Oh yeah, my dad's a firefighter." <laughs> 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 You're just like a you got a boring job, dude. Too. That would be so boring for a kid. Like, <laughs> Count, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no crunching way. crunching numbers. I could do this yeah. at school with I my would, friends. I would never take my kids to to my job. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do two more. This is number fourteen and fifteen. Before I just cut it off. And I'm choosing these two because these are actually legit. So just just to let everybody know. Number 14, do Americans actually measure distance in blocks or does that just happen in the movies? <laughs> this is a depends on where you live. If you live in the podunk, like you're where you don't have blocks, you're not measuring in blocks. But if you go visit any major city in America, and by major city, I say probably like, 250,000 people or above because I've even heard Fresnans do this before. People who walk actually do measure in blocks. They will tell you like like it's 16 blocks up or it's five blocks that way or something like that. 16 blocks? What are you trying to do to yourself? (laughs) Most prevalently in Los Angeles and New York. Here's the other thing. The thing that's ridiculous about measuring in blocks is no no two cities are alike in their measurement of blocks. So he, if you don't have the local knowledge of how big a block is, you have no idea how far oh, you're for going. Sure. For sure. So. I did do it the other day, though. My wife and I walked to your daughter's baseball game, and when we got halfway no. there, yeah, she turned around and looked back, and she goes, man, I thought it was closer than this. I was like, it's 12 blocks. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah, we do, <laughs> but, but not 12 New York City blocks. That's wait, the thing. No, dude, that would be like 30 wait. miles. <laughs> you guys, no, wait, dude, he the, should know this. Rob lives in Salt Lake. Those <clears throat> blocks in downtown Salt Lake, they're huge. Dude, any big oh, those, city, they're, they're huge. They're those big ones. Wait, did you guys, was the baseball game at the 3rd Street Park? Yeah, yeah, we live on 15th. You guys are animals. You walked all the way there. <laughs> and back. 
Oh, oh dear God. Man. Dude, it's not yeah. that hard. It's like less than a mile there. <laughs> but <laughs> we're it's 12 walking. blocks. See, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. When you measure it in a block, you're like, oh my gosh, dude. It's so far. <laughs> that's crazy. As opposed to we walked a mile. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You, you walk like five miles when you visit Disneyland. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, we, so you walk like sixty blocks when you're at Disneyland. When you, you visit you Disneyland, stand in line for like sixty miles at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. When you think about how the, how always... the line curves and stuff, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate those. And it just every room opens up to a bigger one of more curving in between. <laughs> You're like, are we there? Oh, no. I imagine it's like somebody in the desert who goes over a dune and sees nothing but sand. (laughs) (laughs) Just one more hill. (laughs) And then you're standing in line at Disneyland and there is some joker in the back who yells, save some for the fishies. And you're like... (laughs) Oh, so good. All right, I'm going to cap it with this one. Number 15. Do Americans actually have to shout taxi when they get a taxi or is that just in the movies? So I feel like I have to correct this one. Yo, taxi. The answer is no. You don't actually have to shout shout taxi when waving down a taxi. The answer, however, is yes, that everyone does shout taxi when waving down a taxi as if they're going to be heard. And by the way, this is almost non-existent now because with the uh, prevalence of Lyft and Uber. I never (laughs) thought about the fact that the cab driver can't hear you. (laughs) He can't hear you, dude. You have to wave him down. (laughs) That's what's funny about it. Every time I actually see someone hail a cab and they they shout taxi as they're waving it down, I'm like, oh, dude, I never even moron. <laughs> he can't hear you. <laughs> but everyone does cool, it. Dude. And I will say this. Like I, you know, my favorite city in the world. And the one that I visit most frequently frequently is San Francisco. Oh. I love San Francisco. I worked in San Francisco for 2 years, so I'm very familiar with the city. I love it. And I even caught myself prior to Lyft and Uber actually shouting Taxi! <laughs> so I'll try to wave down a cab, dude. And it happens. I don't know why. It's just like societal knowledge, but it does actually happen. So it's a two part. You get in and the guy's like, I just need to let you know next time you don't have to yell taxi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole new conversation now because if he's actually saying that, you're like, so you heard me. <laughs> It does work. If you like to do it, you can do it, but you don't have to yell. I will pull over no matter what. (laughs) Anyway, all of these were actually kind of fun just to like look at when when they actually loaded up. So um, I'll shoot you the uh, I'll shoot you the link, Rob, and you can post it to the Facebook or whatever, and people can go and take a look at it. So and then they can always ask us questions too. Is this legit or is this not? So anyway, it was fun. It made my week. Yeah, that was good. There you go, Drew. So I, I feel like why bother? <laughs> we just did forty minutes of banter. <laughs> you know, we we'd always did talk making? about that. Maybe that's what our show was going to turn into—just <laughs> banter. And maybe this is the first episode where we test that. <laughs> well, hey, what's forty-five? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that's about all it'll be. Dude, I had a. Uh, Man, it was a it was a week of ups and downs. We uh, got the barbecue out or the smoker, and nice. we smoked pizzas oh, two nights in a row. Nice, and it was so good, dude. I bought the ingredients for mojitos. I've made mojitos every night. 
<laughs> You're living a life right it, now, it, Drew. I am, dude. dude now, here's where... It, <laughs> this is why I'm doing all these things, though, is to keep my mind off of Uncle Sam and what he stole from my pocket on Monday. <laughs> dude, tax day... I'm sorry, Drew. Tax day did not fare well for me at all. I'm really sorry. Super bad. So... <laughs> When I was thinking about how terrible things were and, and how hard it was to deal with that, I came across this article, dude, that really caught my attention. <laughs> Papua New Guinea deals with national problem stemming from penis enlargements. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And as soon as I saw that, fun. I was like, wait a second. Hang on. <laughs> my problems may not be so bad. <laughs> 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 Doctors in Papua New Guinea say a nationwide problem of botched penis enlargements is on the rise and drawing resources away from more pressing health issues. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Throughout the country, boys as young as 16 and men over 55 have reported penile disfigurement and dysfunction after injecting foreign substances into their penises. <laughs> oh my god. These foreign <laughs> What are they injecting? These foreign substances include baby oil, coconut oil, and silicone. Oh Jesus. Oh. <laughs> what makes the you double reason? double think those uh think twice about those latex sheets, doesn't it, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Akil Danlop, a surgeon at the port. Moresby General Hospital said that over the past two years, he's treated an average of five cases per week. Oh, Just goodness. him, this one doctor, five <laughs> cases a week, one a day. Wow. Every day he goes to work, he sees a disfigured enlarged penis. Wow, that's, a, that's <laughs> so unfortunate. It's bad enough to see an actual penis, but to see a deformed one, <laughs> that's just... You know, although that coconut oil would help with the uh, latex sheets, by the way. So okay, take <laughs> probably. <it. laughs> um, here's what I'll say: over here in America, we may shout taxi, but we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he says the effects so are often perspective. <laughs> get some perspective. <clears throat> often irreversible, and most men regret what they have done. Imagine that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Dang it, dude. <laughs> he told the Guardian he's seen abnormal lumpy masses growing over the penis and sometimes involving the scrotum. <laughs> While others have come in with ulcers that eventually burst open. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, this, this article is getting this away is, from us. <laughs> this is some Game of Thrones stuff going on here right now. <laughs> Game of Thrones in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, it's a bit frustrating to see these cases when you have other people who deserve help. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> who deserve help. That's great. <laughs> you said this was in Papua New Guinea? <laughs> yeah, dude. Let me. <laughs> yeah. So it. While it doesn't really take the sting away fully, <laughs> it no, did make intended. me. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> why? Why specifically in that area? Uh, my guess is <laughs> size is an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to speculate. <laughs> You would Dude. think that after a bunch of people did it, they'd go, you know what? Maybe we should slow down and stop doing this. 
I guess not. <laughs> maybe it was like maybe it was a big bet and they all did it like okay we're all gonna do it at the same time guys one two three <laughs> they're just trickling into the er oh <laughs> <laughs> that's the same terminology about when they pee <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty proud of that one aren't you? <laughs> i thought that was pretty good it was pretty good pretty good <laughs> pretty good <laughs> Pretty grid. So yeah, dude, that was. <laughs> so you're riding high after that. Yep, we're sitting at about six minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, I think we should talk about what we've learned. <laughs> Please enlighten us. Number one, uh, at the beginning of the show, we did say that we would be talking about Game of Thrones spoilers, but what we didn't warn you is that Josh would be spoiling 1998's Denzel Washington film Fallen, so we apologize for that. (laughs) Our apologies. You just never know what to expect from Frankenstein. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Because um. <laughs> that was that was on everybody's top ten. <laughs> uh, n- number two. Speaking of never knowing what you're going to get from Josh Frankenstein, we're, we want to hear a report on how those latex sheets. Do this, <laughs> so let's uh, let's just hear about that. <laughs> And number three, uh, to our international <laughs> listeners, if the worst thing we're doing is yelling the word taxi, at least we're not <laughs> Papua New Guinea. So uh, we're doing okay over here. <laughs> By the way, if we have any listeners in Papua New Guinea, just stop doing what you're doing. Okay? I, I highly doubt anyone. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, once again, we just want to say thanks so much for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. And uh, Make sure that wherever you get your podcast, you subscribe and leave us a review there. That really helps. Oh, geez. That really helps out. And uh, can you tell that I'm getting sick? It is happening. I have that really deep, sexy voice. Nope. Can't do (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, Tonight we talked about Andrew and his... uh, his kryptonite khakis. We talked about Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Scott. <laughs> you just can't Scott stop, Stapp. dude. It's, it's contagious, by the way. <laughs> oh, dang it. He's making a comeback, everybody. That's all you need to know. So go check us out at Patreon. And uh, until next time, I'm your host, Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. And this is Drew Carroll. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>